Welcome to the Word Podcast. The Lord God has given us His Word. Let us learn it. Let us live it. Let us rejoice in it. Spread the Word. Blessings, everybody. This is Dale. Thank you so much for joining with me again on the Word Podcast. Uh, We're continuing through the book of Daniel, the 11th chapter. We just finished the, I think, the 19th verse of that chapter, seeing how particular king of the north was coming against the south. Verse 19 says, this king will turn his fortress to his own lands. In other words, he has some things he needs to take care of there. But he will stumble and fall and be found no more. He dies, in other words. Verse 20 continues the account. Then, in his place, one will arise who will send an oppressor through the jewel of his kingdom. And in the New American Standard, that word jewel is capitalized. Okay, In the jewel of his kingdom. Yet, within uh, a few days, he will be shattered, though not in anger nor in battle. Now, that jewel of his kingdom is probably a reference of uh, to Jerusalem, to the temple. So this one has control of that land. So he comes in there. He sends an oppressor against him. But it says that in a few days he's shattered, though not by anger nor in battle. Well, how are you shattered not by angle, anger nor by battle? Uh, you see this in, uh, I think of at least two or three places in the scripture off the top of my head, to where uh, someone was struck with sickness, struck with disease, with illness, and died that way. In other words, somebody didn't kill them. They didn't die in battle. They died in some other form. <coughs> Excuse me. Verse 21. In his place... Okay, in the place of this one, a despicable person. Well, you know, that's interesting, isn't it? Because none of these folks have been very friendly <laughs> or likable. But now one that the scripture describes as a despicable person will arise. On whom the honor of kingship has not been conferred, but he will come in a time of tranquility and seize the kingdom by intrigue. So now this divine being is letting Daniel know and letting us know this person is going to come. And he's really not the one in line to be king. Okay? He isn't the one to receive this honor. But he received it by intrigue. In other words, he manip- manipulated and did something. And it was during the time of tranquility. It was during the time of peace. Verse 22. The overflowing forces will be flooded away before him and shattered. And also the prince of the covenant. Hmm. We're going to see the covenant a lot in the next few verses here. Verse 23. After an alliance is made with him, he will practice deception and he will go up and gain power with a small force of people. In a time of tranquility, he will enter the richest parts of the realm and he will accomplish what his fathers never did, nor his ancestors he will distribute plunder, booty, and possessions among them. And he will devise his schemes against strongholds, but only for a time. Uh, notice how in several of these passages, and it's going to be more upcoming, that it mentions uh, only for a period of time, or for an extended period of time, or for a appointed time, or for uh, many days, or for a few days. There's time elements that are, that are given all the way through. Uh which moves the narrative along, which gives us an understanding that God's aware of the time involved with this, that what he's revealing to us through this divine being 
is a long period of time. And he's letting them know that even though this bad stuff comes, these evil schemes are devised only for time. Verse 25 continues. He will stir up his strength and courage against the king of the south with a large army. So the king of the south will mobilize an extremely large and mighty army for war. But he will not stand, for schemes will be devised against him. Those who eat his choice food will destroy him, and his army will overflow. But many will fall down slain. Verse 27. As for both kings, their hearts will be intent on evil, and they will speak lies to each other at the same table. But it will not succeed, for the end is still to come at the appointed time. So notice that the, both these kings, king of the north, king of the south, they're lying. And they're lying to each other's evil intent. And they're lying to each other at the same table. So they're breaking bread together. Or they're uh, seeking a, a peace treaty or they're doing something. And he says this, it's not going to succeed. Why is that? Because the end is still to come. And the end is still to come at an appointed time. In other words, there's more things that are going to take place. Verse 28 continues. Then he will return to his land with much plunder, but his heart will be set against the holy covenant, and he will take action and then return to his own land. Verse 29. At the appointed time, he will return and come into the south. But this time... It will not turn out for him the way it did before. For ships of Kittim will come against him. Therefore, he will be disheartened and will return and become enraged at the Holy Covenant. That's the second time we've seen Holy Covenant. We've seen Covenant and Holy Covenant. So now he's enraged at the Holy Covenant and take action so that he will come back and show regard for those who forsake the Holy Covenant. Forces from him will arise and desecrate the sanctuary fortress and do away with the regular sacrifice. And they will set up the abomination of desolation. By smooth words, he will turn to lawlessness, those who act wickedly toward the covenant. But the people who know their God will display strength and take action. Those who have insight among the people will give understanding to the many. Yet they will fall by sword and by flame, by captivity and by plunder for many days. Now when they fall, they will be granted a little help and many will join them in hypocrisy. Some of those who have insight will fall in order to refine purge and make them pure until the end time, because it is still to come at the appointed time. So, what is going on here? And there's great debate over this. Okay, I will grant you this. And there's great debate. Has this been fulfilled? I think uh, that this has been fulfilled through a guy named Antiochus Epiphanes IV. The things that he did line up with this. But that was a nearer fulfillment from the time when Daniel wrote this. So at the time when Daniel wrote this, when it was fulfilled, let's say it's 400 years. Okay? That that was fulfilled in a near fulfillment. But that is also speaking of days yet to come 
when the same type of thing will happen, okay? When the same kind of thing will occur. I wanted to read that whole thing to where you can sort of see what the flow of it is, uh, because as we move on into other things, it'll become more and more apparent what's happening. But uh, our time's up right now, but we'll come back in the next episode. I want to go back and really focus in on what the people were doing, because I think there's a word for us there, okay? So anyway, thank you, particularly for your patience in Daniel 11. It's not an easy thing to listen to in this format. I understand that. So do take opportunity as you can um, to read it yourself. Pull it up on your phone. You know, read Daniel 11. See what the Lord speaks to you. And I'll see you next time. Goodbye.